Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of A Thousand Voices Podcast. This is your leading self-help show with your host, Gina, or That African Gold. So, today, I have somebody special. I am just going to give you a hint. (laughs) The hint is, buzz down, Samantha. (laughs) I want to see you buzz down. (laughs) So, today, we have Disney on the podcast and i just want you to just be yourself okay i mean this is a fun interactive show it can be comedy it can be deep it can be whatever but the main focus is it's a self-help show so you're going to talk about your journey to where you are you know what you've applied the challenges that you've you've faced and also this can be like an opening into your life you don't have to give out everything but i know there are people that are curious to know you know about you so go ahead and introduce yourself and then we just get straight into the discussion all right how's it guys (laughs) what's up ladies and gentlemen it's your boy desley the one and only independent variable and yeah man you know, we're living life, doing our thing, talking about this girl named Samantha. It's just, you know, you already know what I do. Yeah, man, really glad to be here. This is really yeah. nice. I'm so happy also that you're here. So tell us a little bit about your bio background. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, okay, so originally I am from Zim and we moved to South Africa. Me and my whole family moved to South Africa in 2007 or six. I'm not sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, man. To move from Zim, I actually did like crash and like grade one that side. Okay. So, but when I came this side, obviously they was like they were like, oh no, you're gonna have to do grade one again. And then they threw this thing called Afrikaans at me, and I was like, hey, yeah. what, what, what is this? it's? It was so new, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, man. So then came this side, um, and we stayed in Silverton. It's here in Pretoria East. So I've okay. always been like in Pretoria for like the longest time. It's only now recently I started traveling, but yeah, Pretoria, lived in Silverton practically my whole life throughout primary school, throughout high school. And yeah, that's, that's just me. That's me and my background. Um, a lot of people think, a lot of people always say that I look old, but I really don't. I feel like I look quite young actually, Um, but I I, am 20. A lot of people always like, I look 23, like 22. I mean, I, um, I'd say this, you, you, you have this maturity that you, you carry and I mean, the fact that you're saying you're 20, I, if I were to guess, I'd say maybe you're 24 also or 23, but I'm, I'm only saying that, listen, I'm only saying that because based on what you have achieved, right yeah so the fact that you're such an incredible entertainer okay you have over a million followers right that is a big deal for you to have a million people following you to see what you're doing is a big deal Mm. as much as you might have succeeded in school or you probably training on different things and there's other things that you still want to accomplish the fact that you have you have a platform and there's a million people that follow you. I know people would say followership is nothing, but guys, let's not lie. True. I, I think, <clears throat> personally, I, I tend to forget sometimes, hey? 
Like, I really do forget sometimes that I do have, like, the following. And I think, to me, it hasn't registered enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I even get surprised when, for example, I'm out in public and somebody calls me and they want, like, a picture or something like that. I always, I, I don't see it coming. Yeah. Mainly because in my head, I've, I've just been always like, I don't know. I still take me as I'm still that creator two years ago who still had, like, 100 followers. And yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, I just don't, I haven't put myself up there like, damn, like, yeah. dude, you're actually there, you know? You, you're actually really there. Funny enough, you you know, sometimes you won't even recognize it yourself, but you mm-hmm. you are literally a successful uh, TikTok person, or I don't know if I should call it influencer, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, it, it just puts you on the broad way to achieving yeah. anything you want. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people are watching you, a lot of people are seeing you, a lot of people that will bring opportunities into your life for you to success even further are always looking. So, yeah, well done. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, sure. So now I just wanted to know, with regards to just you being you, have you applied any self-help in your life to achieve the success? I do. Um, I think with with a lot of people in social media and just content creation in general, you we put so much pressure on ourselves. You know what I mean? There's all social media as a whole has always been a force for peer pressure. Right. So now as a content creator, now you always think, Oh, am I doing good? Oh, these other creators that have other numbers like me, you know, they're doing better than me. This video didn't do well. I put so much effort. So those things can really have a mental strain on you. Mm. Right. So I do, I have practiced uh, a few self-help things. Um, One of them, including, just taking time off social media as a whole, you know, because as much as, you know, I have done all these things in my life through social media, at the same time, I need to remember that, you know, I'm a person outside of, you know, the characters and whatever I portray out there. And if I keep letting those numbers get to me, and I don't have a social detox. I know it's a cliche, but social detox is a real thing. It's important. Like, you really need that just to center you back to life. So that, you know, so that you remember that, you know, life is not all about the numbers and the digits. You know, it's not about when you charge your phone, ooh, that's what's going on. You know, yeah. it's just, you need time to yourself. And that's, that's something I always preach to people. I'm like, dude, take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Take time for yourself. Um, I journal a lot. That's something I started doing recently as well. Um, I saw, I read in a book somewhere where somebody was like, yo, you know, if you journal down your thoughts, they make them a little more tangible. So I do that a lot. I always write down my thoughts, how I'm feeling, especially mm-hmm. when I'm feeling very anxious. That's mm-hmm. when I write down, you know, because other issues in me will arise. Instead of just saying, eh, you know, I'll do it later. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been very helpful yeah. to journal down my thoughts. So I think I've had about like, since I started journaling, which was in around Feb there, I've like, bought like three books hey just to just just to journal because i just write so much Mm. Mm. that is good i also like started journaling religiously um 2020 yes and i think it was before then actually okay first 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 was in 2018 When I got yeah. this this little cute journal from Typo. Shout out to Typo, by the way. Shout out to Typo. <laughs> typo, listen, like, yeah. you guys want to sponsor me, just like. Yeah, they really have to pull through because 
Yeah. They have some of the most incredible journals. So I got my little one from there and I would write, but I wasn't consistent. Mm. Then 2020 happened to us and guess what? Ish, it got me writing every single day. So right now, I even have a bag just dedicated for my journals. I think I have nine now. That's amazing. Do you ever like just go back to them and just be like, damn, was this really me? (laughs) I do that. I do that. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes it's literally some stuff that I wanted to, you know, to come true. And then it actually Mm. did. And sometimes Mm. it's just sharing the pain that you go through at that particular moment. So it's, it's crazy. But anyway, let's get back Mm. to you. So tell us, what are some of the challenges that you have experienced? Um, I think a big challenge was managing brands, Mm. you know, um, when you get to a certain stage and brands always come reach out to you, right? They reach out to you. And now working with brands is very difficult sometimes because the brands themselves, sometimes they want to pay you more. Sometimes they want to pay you less, sorry. Mm. Sometimes they want to pay you less. Sometimes they want to give you all these things. And sometimes, I think the biggest mistake, and I always say this, the biggest mistake brands can do is take away the originality from the creator they want to work with. Mm. You know, that's always been the hardest for me. Mm. It's a very big challenge because a brand will come up to me with a script and I'm just there like, nah, dude, like, I get you. I can pick and choose, but let me do me because I know how to do me best. This is what people follow. That's what they forget. You get what I'm saying? And Mm. some brands can be very difficult. I remember the first brand I ever worked with, um, they were like, no, please follow this script word for word, line for line. And it was so robotic, right? It made me, I didn't want to do it. You know, mm. I wasn't inspired to do it. And when the moment a brand can get you to the point where you don't want to work with them anymore, it just kills everything. Cause now you're just doing it just to do it, you know? Of which then so, you, you literally mm. shift from your authentic, real reason exactly. you have those followers because now as, mm. as a consumer, let's say I'm, I'm a consumer looking at you. Mm. You do an ad, you create this new content, but then it's not flowing with the these lead that we know, mm. right? What are we going to do as, as, as audience? We will lose interest in your content. You, exactly. Right? You lose interest and now you think I'm a sellout because yeah. now we know this isn't you and you're being paid to do this and it's like... I, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So brands can be very difficult, eh? yeah. especially because some brands will take advantage because most brands are from marketing department. Mm. So some of them will take advantage of the fact that you might not know about marketing. So we're going to use you and oh. we're going to be very difficult. You know, we need to change this, change that. It's, it's so chaotic and it gives a lot of people. I, I know personally, sometimes when, I, when I get into tussles with brands, mm. right. I get, I get very anxious. I know that for sure. A lot of people do that as well. Hmm. So just learning how to manage brands and talking to brands has been very difficult. That was a very big challenge for me. Um, hmm. the sec- I think the second challenge that I faced was just consistency, especially when things weren't working out. Hmm. You know, I remember in the beginning of my, my career, it was just 2020 is when I started, right? 2020 is when I started and in 2020, you know, everybody did new things in 2020 because yeah. we we're all inside. Yeah. So I tried TikTok and the whole year, I remember from July until the end of the year, I had 300 followers the whole year. 
but I was, but you know, and I'll be demotivated, motivated, demotivated, motivated. So consistency was a very huge issue. It worked with my motivation. Yeah. Right. And then one day this kid uh, named Abdul, I always speak about him because he doesn't understand like how much he's really influenced me. He said this comment. He was like, um, I haven't smiled in, I haven't smiled in a long time. I really needed this. And when he said that, that's when I was like, okay, wow, this is a, this is a that was your black spark. That was your light bulb moment. That was my spark. And yeah. from there, I just started being extremely consistent, overdoing it, posting like 12 times a day. Wow. Every day. It was wow. just, so that phase of being inconsistent was very hard because it didn't lead me to grow. And then when I started with the consistency, consi- why am I speaking like when I started with the consistency, <laughs> that's when everything just started, you know, gradually building growing. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. So uh, I wanted to touch a bit on what you said about brands, right? <clears throat> I don't even want to make that, that a focus point because I am into digital marketing like full time. I've been doing that for the past 18 years. I know it's a very long time and I even started that even when I was underage. But what I've discovered is everybody has the exact same problem. And you're not the only um, person saying this. I I know a lot of other influencers as well that would rather be creating content and people would look at them and say, oh, this girl is starving or this girl is not monetizing their content. Mm It's not because they don't want to. It's just because there is that gap between the brand and the influencer. You understand? And if I think me and you, we should have a meeting after this. Maybe we can come up with something. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm you with know, you. you know? it's, it's very interesting. I've, I've heard people, uh, there have been brands that I've turned down mm. because I sort of... As much as you know, you want to monetize, you know what I mean? You want to earn from the content that you're making. There have been brands that I've looked at, and I said to myself, I said, looking at just at the brand, not even the brief for what they want to give me, I'm like, dude, I am not the best person for you. Yes. And I would recommend them to Somebody, other people. exactly. You know what I mean? Because as much as I have the numbers, it's a thing of like, I'm a comedy creator. You know, yes. I do comedy. I can advertise a lot of things, but now if you want to give me makeup, it's like, ah, wait. I could do something with that, but the target the target market you're not gonna get from me. So yeah. I remember I would always be like, I know a friend of mine who's strictly makeup. Can I give you her handle? And then they work together in the call. like the whole campaign works out. Yeah. You know, so it's very difficult. I always get that's why I always tell people, listen, if you really in desperate need to talk, especially about a brand or anything, you can send me a message. I will read for you mm. and then try to explain because I feel like I'm very I'm very glad that I've had this experience to yes. sort of work with the brand, brand to brand. You know, um, uh, lately, I haven't been doing that much lately. I, it's with me, through a manager, it's the brand. Mm. So that works. It's it's much more relaxing. Yes. But it, initially, I'm glad I had that experience. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Awesome, miss. All right, cool. So tell us some motivational words that have kept you going or some quotes. Oof. Damn. Y'all get deep into it. Uh, yes. Um, I think... I think some words that I always stick by is... Execution is key. It's a very, mm. it's a very small, but execution is, 
is key. And that's something that, although I've been in like consecration for two years now, right? This year was the only time where execution is key is something that I learned, right? Because I met a lot of content creators. And I always tell people, meet up with other content creators, mm. right? Meet up with them. Do videos with them. Understand that, you know, you two might be facing the same thing. They might have solutions to their problems. You might have solutions to their problems. Exactly. And I learned that through meeting other content creators that execution is key. I met content creators that when they have an idea, they want to shoot it now. Mm. And they execute, you know? And that's something I used to be afraid of doing. I never wanted to do any public videos. I never wanted to speak in my videos because I was always afraid. I would think about it and then just let it slide. Yeah. But when I met these content creators that now execute and they just, on the spot, let's do it. On the spot, let's do it. Are we in public? It's fine. We don't care. Now, I hold chicken feet in public. Yes. <laughs> I hold that Maldana like this. Yeah. In public. I put it in my mouth. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's... It's, it's fascinating. Now I execute. You know yeah. what I mean? I have the idea. I'm just going to do it. Whether it yeah. hits or misses, at the end of the day, now I know. Mm. You know? And, yeah, the chicken feed is a great investment. Guys, I have, like, two kgs <laughs> just in the fridge. And it's like, I use them just to play. Yeah. I mean, I cook them, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. But, you know, <laughs> it's just the thing of, like, I've learned execution is yes. key. It's very, your execution is key. That's, you that's just why. have to do it because if you sit mm. around thinking of ideas, ideas, they, they're just going to be ideas. Mm. But if you try something, then something is going to work out. I personally have tried, um, I mean, TikTok for my own, I tried for my podcast, but like I kept getting those zero views, you know, those zero views, like nobody's watching. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. I tried a different page. It was the same thing. So I was just like, ah, oh, maybe TikTok doesn't i don't know i'm just like uh, yeah it is a very weird app sometimes because i know people have been having tiktok longer than me and they still get zero views and i'm just there like ah duck this app must not like you hey (laughs) Uh, but yeah man i think also another another one would be use your abilities into your content you know become the content essentially you know what i mean if you have a skill use that to make content out of it so that now it doesn't have to because i get a lot of people like i want to do tiktok but i don't know what i should do you know what i mean just do what you're good at then at that point it just flows through you you know and along the way you'll discover that you can do a lot of things i didn't know that i had the ability to do skits until i tried it Mm. until i pulled out the accent i started speaking like this and then i got (laughs) other people to join me and then now we are now doing things like massaging kneecaps and talking about it, licking knees and daniel and samson it's just all these random things i changed my accent on right that's that's just because i i i develop i always knew i could do the accent yeah and now i use the accent to make skits so yeah. if you can use your skills mm. and you take your skills you make content out of them it becomes easier. It doesn't seem like work anymore. Now it doesn't seem like, because I know I can't dance. You'll never see me dance on TV. Uh, <laughs> never. Uh, never. <laughs> never see me dance on TV. Guys, i like, yo, no. You know, because I know. Yeah. I know. It's not for you. I've, I've tr- it's not for me, man. Yo, like, guys, <laughs> it, it looks like I'm struggling. Hey, It looks like I'm trying to breathe through my legs. It's so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just use the skills that you have. Right. So this this is a tip. It's also like part of your motivational words. 
Mm. Execution is key. Use your skills. Become the content, essentially. Become the content. Amazing. I love that. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So what would you tell a 15-year-old version of you, right? So let's say a 15-year-old version of you, that's five years back, right? Has a snapshot of you being one of the biggest TikTok influencers just for three seconds what would you tell that 15 year old the skills you've learned the skill because at 15 ah 15 was very high school in general was a very interesting time for me Mm. academically i was an average student you know um wasn't that popular wasn't you know i always struggled with the issue of purpose and like what i want to do with my life so it was a very depressive time you know a lot was going on you know um mentally i was in the pits and i always told myself it's it's a very terrible thing to say but i always told myself like i don't think i'm gonna be alive by the age of 20 you know Damn, like, I, it was I that bad. Know, it was so bad. I didn't know where my life was going. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had my two closest friends. Both were academically strong. Both were athletes. So I, And I, I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. You yeah. know, and you know, in black, black families, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to push you to do study this. I wanted to study something else just to pass time. You know, it was so, it was such a confusing time. Yeah. But I think what I would tell my 15-year-old self is that, you know, even though I've done all these things, I'm still very uncertain sometimes. You know, the fear is never going to go away. That fear of, like, the future and what the future holds for me. You know, the fear is still there. Uncertainty. Yeah, the uncertainty. Yeah. Oh, look at English. Oh, okay. Damn, sorry. But, um, that uncertainty will never go. Not never. It will always be there. It will always, always. Mm. Even for the president, even for the richest Mm. man on the planet, even for the Mm. Pope of whatever, like everybody. (laughs) Okay, I I, I probably shouldn't have said that. But yeah, uncertainty is available Mm. for everybody. It's like 24 hours. You wake Mm. up with your 24 hours, you wake up with uncertainty. So that's true. It's, uh, yeah, it's you don't about, even know. It's all about how you deal with it and how true. you move with life, basically. Yeah. True, true. So I tell them that, yo, that uncertainty is going to be there, but you're going to be it. I right. feel like you're going to be it. And the skills that you're learning, because at 15, I was always dabbling in different things. I was doing voiceovers, I played the guitar, music, mastering, photography. So And all these things have really at helped 15. me. Only now. Damn, at 15, 15. Yeah. whoa, you kids have so much pressure, hey? <laughs> kids, kids of today, you guys have so much, I promise you, you guys have so much pressure, it's insane. It, uh, it really is. It is. At 15, I was like, I felt like I wasn't doing anything with my, and I think part of it was also because, like, social Damn. media at the time, yes. there were kids, That's yeah, what I'm so it kind of makes also, sense why I was in that state. Even a, a, an average 15-year-old or even 10-year-old now, they are busy. Yeah. I, I, I came across this article on Medium, right? Mm-hmm. And I was reading from this blogger on Medium. Then, after like a week, I only found out that blogger is 13 years old. 
this 13 year old yes this 13 year old has made a business of writing content on medium and i was one of the people reading the articles and when you read the article you couldn't be like oh i could i could not tell i could not tell it was only after because the the, that kid had one popular post that Mm. became a hit so when i saw the post then i was like wait a minute this is the same author that i've been you know only to find out it's it's an actual child it's crazy and he's doing things and he's doing things and he's running a business guys Mm. the pressure is getting worse It is, yeah, I know. The pre- guys, the lives, the pressure is, is insane. Yeah. Wow. And I always tell people, that's the thing, when I, whenever I meet younger people, for example, I'm mm. saying younger, like I'm not, like, anyway, let's say teens, yeah. you know, like 15, 17, 16, 18, going down. Yeah. Some of them will come to me and be like, yo, dude, like, like I feel like I'm not going anywhere in life. And I'm just, and I always say, and I always ask, how old are you? And, I'm, and if they're like 18, going down, I'm always like, ah, dude, you're young. You have so much time. Yeah. Like, you have time to figure yourself out. There's really no pressure. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, even people at, I know people at 35 who still don't have nothing figured out, you know? Mm. So it's like, it's really not a race. You know, growth is, something I also learned is like, growth is gradual. You know what I mean? You just, it's not and- explosive. You True. just don't boom one day, then you you made it in life. You, you grow. It yeah. takes its sweet time, but you know. You are so right. And also, one thing that I noticed is one of the biggest mistakes that people do is they compare themselves to oh. other people. Oh. So that literally, I, I just wish if people could learn this and know, mm. then we wouldn't have a lot of issues of depression and anxiety. We would mm. literally be so content and comfortable within our growth and nurturing our own path because somebody is a different type of, of tree. You're a different type of tree. You're a different. We are all different types of living beings on this mm. planet and we are not the same, but we see somebody getting this new car. They're getting this new crib. They're getting this new. Now you're feeling like you are failure you're not doing anything of which that's not it like your own your own journey is also like there as well you know so Mm. it's it's really important like to know that that it's you're different people are different we are different and different different. people oh and the moment you you (laughs) accept yourself and you grasp Mm. yourself then you actually start flourishing in your own Mm. heart Mm. not to say that sometimes you won't be like damn you're my age and you have a car. It must be nice. You know, it's going to happen. You know, we yeah. all get these thoughts like, okay, I wish that was me sometimes. But, you know, to let it consume me, I think, is where the issue lies. Yes. When it starts to eat up inside of you to the point where you make yourself feel worthless, that's that's when it's, like, a really big problem. Mm. Um, I only, recently, I only, like, I thought about this the other day. The, two of my best friends, one now is in America playing basketball. The other one is still here um working at the church then you get me who's in entertainment so we're we're very close but we're all like you know what i mean Mm, mm, mm. and i used to i used to wonder like damn 
am I going to be the one who, like, is the friend that fails in life and stuff like Aww. that? I used to think that a lot. I loved it. I loved the book. But it was like, damn, you guys are doing so well. And then when the path opened up for me and, like, this is the direction you're moving, I, that's when I looked at all three of us. I was like, we're all different, all different paths, yes. different struggles, yes. you know. So that's when I was like, okay, cool. Life is not as black and white as a lot of people see it. True. It's all about finding yourself, actually. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Once you find yourself and you connect, then everything else will be cool. It sounds also cliche, right? It sounds like stuff you'd find in like a motivational video or like <laughs> a like a, a, a movie or something like that. Yeah. But when you really grasp the words, you then you just realize that yeah, no. When you connect with self, yeah. Mm. All right, cool. So do you have any daily routines or daily rituals that you live by? Mm. Daily routine is always have a self-appreciation moment. You Thank know, you. Every, just like a damn, I'm, I'm him. You know, get a mirror. I Thank do this you. thing all the time. Whenever, mm. after I'm done taking a shower, I'm in the mirror and I'm like, okay, cool. Now we like this. I like this. Oh, snap. We did this. Did we really do that? Damn, we hit 1.6 million yesterday. That's insane. You know, it was, it's just, yeah. and I actually did. So it's like a thing with me. Like, I, I want to, like, appreciate myself Beautiful. so much. Beautiful. You know? Because, yo, at the end of the day, you have you. You know? Exactly. One day, you're going to live alone. One day, the internet might just pass out. No one is going to comment on your pictures telling you you look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, you know what I mean? Like, who else is going to tell you if it's you, not you? Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing is I do a lot of self, like, bodily care as well. Like, yeah. I wash my face with a face scrub. I will put on a face mask. Um, and the reason I do that is because I I understood that, you know, when you take, when you love yourself, you'll exhibit behaviors of loving yourself, which includes taking care of yourself, you know, making sure that you're okay, that you look yeah. clean, you know, and the more you do that, the more you value yourself as well. Yes. So it's something I feel like the moment I took care of myself, I started appreciating and loving myself a lot more. Exactly. So I always do that face mask, the works, you'll see me in a bonnet with like a towel over me, like a, <laughs> like a, like a, you know, you know what I mean? Like a, like a gone girl. Like I call me a city girl. Yeah. Call me a I don't care. <laughs> I do my nails a lot too. I will go get them filed and you know, manicured, secured, all these things. Because to me, it's just like they make me look good and I feel good. And, and you I do good. And I do good, you know. Exactly. I think the biggest takeaway from, from this whole conversation, yo, mm. you will not believe it. It's actually been 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway for me is that self appreciation. I think you nailed it because this is something new that I recently learned. You know, mm. I mean, I've I've been working for so many years. I've built so many businesses, and I have. It's like, you, okay? No, but wait, I'm still explaining. Like I was just You're asking myself, like, like where's the. <laughs> I was asking myself, where's the money? Where's the money? I was asking myself, where's the money? But then I took some classes with like, you know, coaches, uh, empowerment coaches and stuff like that. And then they told me that self-appreciation is actually something that plays a biggest role in you finding success in everything that you do. So it literally blew my mind away because I discovered I was so hard on myself. I was not appreciating myself. 
I was just onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And then I'm sitting here with all these things and I'm like, okay, where's the money? I've been doing this, where's the money? Mm. You understand? But self-appreciation was lacking. Mm. I was seeking it from the outside instead of mm-hmm. seeking it from within. You That's know? true. So when you said that, it now makes so much sense. You have to appreciate yourself. Mm. There are you know, sometimes I, I remember when people would, I see on social media, when people would be like, oh, no, I've done this, I've done that, you know, uh, I feel so good about myself. At first, it came to me off as, like, arrogance. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to be like, oh, my God, you're so arrogant. You know, you're so this. Now I look at other people who appreciate themselves. Like, for example, there's this one creator. I, I, I love him for the mere fact that he feels that he knows he makes good content. Yes. And he always says this. He's always like, guys, I make quality content. And I'm just always like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what you do? Yes. You know, the way he appreciates himself so much mm. and the way he looks at his work and he appreciates his craft, for me, mm. is very inspiring. And I'm mm. always like, wow, dude, like, I, I want to get like you, yes. you know? And I told him, I was like, dude, like, I love the way you love your work and your crafts. Right. And he was like, oh, how can you say that? Because you have like more followers than me. I'm like, it's really not about that. Yeah. You know, it's really not about that. It's just that that attitude that you have towards yourself and your craft is inspiring to me. Right. Right. Mm. Awesomeness. Okay, cool. So usually the episode is meant to be 30 minutes and we are going ahead with like three minutes. But <laughs> I don't mind just giving you this opportunity to do like a self-plug moment, you know. I mean, people would want to interact or follow you or see more of your content, you know, just go for it. What are you working on? What can we anticipate? You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so yeah, as you know, it's Des Lee on all social platforms, Des underscore Lee. Um, we're going to be expecting a lot more crazy skits. <laughs> I'm talking live chickens. I'm talking potentially a donkey. I still need to get that donkey out the way. Damn. You know, definitely a lot more skits, a lot more remixes to songs. You'll definitely see me collaborating with a lot more creators because I feel like it's always very motivating. And I do encourage that. Like, um, in a movie, uh, maybe a movie. Don't say maybe. It's coming. Okay. You just have to. Say no, it I out. No, I know it's coming. I'm yes. just saying, just keep out, watch out for that movie. Definitely. Watch out for that movie that's coming. And stand-up comedy is also a thing that I'm going to be starting soon. Aww. I've already had contacts with some of you. Uh, I am so proud of you. <laughs> I am so proud Thank of you. you. You have no idea. Let me be honest. 2020 was really tough, but I feel like 2020 <laughs> gave birth to a lot of incredible new talent. I'm talking about... You, you know, I, I might not know like the names of the top creators, but I know the faces and I know you guys are working. It's not easy to literally spend time putting your phone up, recording, you know, editing, uploading as much as it looks like it's a joke or whatever. But you guys are doing something, you're keeping people entertained. And then on top of that, you are also putting food on the table. Now you are banking bigger and bigger opportunities because of that. And I'm so proud. As an African woman, I am so proud of people like you and everybody else that's a content creator. I'm, I really am. Black power. Yes. Yes. 
period. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, welcome. You're really welcome. I look forward to seeing more videos. Actually, I think I have this sound that I found on TikTok. I'll see if I can forward you. Maybe you can do something yeah. funny with it. <laughs> oh, no, I got you. Just give, give it to me. I'll sit on it, meditate while I'm on the toilet. And then <laughs> when I'm ready, I... Right. <laughs> okay, fantastic. So there you have it, guys. Today was epic, as always. I had Bye. so much fun. Disley was here. And you heard him. Self-appreciation is key on top of just putting in the work and trusting the process. And execution is key as well. So do stay tuned for more episodes to come. And, and go brush your teeth. <laughs> Don't forget. And Samantha. Samantha, where are you? Samantha. Sam- Samantha. Samantha, I hope you are listening to this thing. <laughs> we are now on podcast while you are still listening to, to that radio that your mother gave you. Anyway, Samantha. <laughs> um, yeah. Go, go bath. I know you didn't bath. <laughs> All right, awesome. Cheers, guys, and have a good one.